The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Margot Robbie, she's just better than us at everything. Because most people would be pretty peeved over not getting an Oscar nomination for a massive film like Barbie. But she doesn't really seem to be that much that upset about her Oscar snub. So Deadline is reporting that this is what she said in regards to her not getting nominated for Best Actress for her role as Barbie in the massive film that came out last year. She says, there's no way to feel sad when you know you're this blessed. Obviously, I think Greta should have been nominated as director because what she did is a once in a career, once in a lifetime thing. But it's been an incredible year for all the films. We set out to do something that would shift culture, affect culture, just make some sort of impact. And it's already done that in some way, way more than we ever dreamed it would. And that is truly the biggest reward that could come out of all of this. So shout out to Margot Robbie for having a good attitude about this whole thing. I think I was probably out the day you guys were talking about this, all the shutouts for that movie. The snubs? Yeah, the snubs. What uh, What did you guys come up with on that? Well, so for me, one, um, I because of all the chatter, I rewatched the Barbie movie over the past couple of days. Um, and if if anybody was to get nominated, um, it, it, it definitely should have been Margot over you know, Ryan, in my opinion, watching it back as far as the acting goes. I mean, he, he did a great job as Ken, but she did a phenomenal job as Barbie. But what killed me is um, there, the focus ended up being on the snubs instead of the people who got nominated. Mm-hmm. And there were some, there's some, there are some really incredible actresses nominated for, for an Oscar. And like I watched um, Killers of the Flower Moon and she's phenomenal. So I just, I felt bad that it took away from those that the, that the focus should have been on. Um, is, what is the, um, who votes on it and what is the demographic? Do we know of it, who votes? It's the Academy and it's all, you know, a bunch of, I think the stereotype is that it's a lot of old white guys. Is it mostly men? I don't, I don't know if it's mostly men. It's ni- There's 9,500 oh. voting members, so okay. there's a lot, and usually they're issued. But for me, it's Greta being overlooked, and it gives more credence. I think it was Chelsea Handler's joke at, was it the Critics' Choice Awards she hosted or the Golden Globes, one of those where she said, you the know, Critics Choice. Greta, Greta Gerwig, um, over a billion dollars in the box office, like huge success, which means, you know, studio execs are questioning if she deserves a second shot, right? And <laughs> right. that was the joke. Yeah. And this just proves it because she did have such, like, she created <laughs> right. a cultural masterpiece. And Margot was excellent. And I can see overlooking that snub, but to snub Greta as the director of a piece of cinematic history, and I'll call it that, even though it's about a plastic doll, it's so much more than that. It just really reinforces the entire message of Barbie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, Greta Gerwig was the biggest snub for me because, okay, maybe we can get over the fact that the Academy didn't think that Margot was worth getting nominated, but I don't understand how you can snub the entire mastermind behind that entire project. It makes us not be able to feel like we can celebrate Ryan Gosling for getting nominated or America Ferreira for getting nominated. Uh So uh, it's a big bummer. And I think Margot should have been nominated, but I'm glad to see that she's keeping her head up about the whole thing. But so help me if Lily Gladstone does not win Four Flowers of the Killer Moon, I'm going to be so mad. She's seriously, it's such a fantastic, it's a really long movie, but it's a true story and it's one that people need to watch. Okay, so if you missed the previous segment that we just came from, uh, we had a stupid bit of the week where Bert brought three chat GBT <laughs> raps to the table and Mo so 
wonderfully <laughs> rapped about how about my nose job. And you know what? I have now been challenged to take on one of the other raps that Bert has brought to the table. Who so challenged you? Who, who? I forget. Who did challenge me? Me. <laughs> Cassie challenged me and I said, Tommy, can you find me a sick beat? So there, were, able to- there, were three, there were three subjects that I put in a chat GPT to write a rap about. And Mo uh, rapped um, about, <laughs> uh, about Abby's nose and that her, that wasn't going to help her uh, in the dating world. So we had two left over. And when I gave it to her just to see, because it was about Travis and Taylor, Cassie suggested, why don't you just, why don't you go on the air and do it? And I was like, sure, I've never wrapped a day in my life. I can barely keep pace with Fetty Wap at, like, frat parties. But you know what? Why not do it for the people on national radio? But also because it is a slow entertainment news day. So okay. let's let's fill this baby up. Can I get my sick beat? All right, and the... the Hang on, I have to hear the rhythm. Hold on, I need to tell them what the song is about. Oh, okay. So it's not only about Travis and Taylor, but this was written as though everybody thinks that they're a great match. However... I do not think that they are a great match. I do not think this relationship is going to work. That's what I put in a chat, GPT. Okay, can we restart? You got to catch it, Abby. Check. Gather round, let me tell you about a tale about Travis and Taylor, a love that sets sail. Friends all around say they're a perfect pair, but I see the storm, yeah, it's in the air. Travis and Taylor, like a movie script, but deep down, my gut feeling won't quit. <laughs> Friends cheering on, like it's a perfect fit, but I see the flaws, ain't that legit? Travis and Taylor, the perfect illusion, but my intuition screams confusion. Everyone cheering, <laughs> caught in the infusion, but mark my words, it's a love delusion. <laughs> Late night talks and the laughter that they share, but behind the scenes, it's a love affair. <laughs> I try to warn them, but nobody cares. Trapped in the moment, love's electric flare. They say opposites attract, but I see the clash. Differences ignore like they burn in ash. In the spotlight but it won't last travis and taylor it's a dicey path travis and taylor the perfect illusion but my intuition screams confusion everyone cheering caught in the infusion but mark my words it's a love delusion i'm the voice of reason in the midst of cheers but nobody listens falling on deaf ears travis and taylor fueling my fears a love story soaked in unshed tears mismatched pieces in this love parade but they dance along in a masquerade i see the cracks but it's like a charade travis and taylor on a love crusade I'm the Lone Ranger, the truth bearer, but my words vanish in the love-filled air. Travis and Taylor, a risky affair, but they won't listen, they just stare. Travis and Taylor, the perfect illusion, but my intuition screams confusion. <laughs> it's a love delusion. So here's my rap, a warning in rhyme. Travis and Taylor on borrowed time. Love's a journey, not just a climb, but they won't see. Lost in the love chime. Hey. You were fine. The beat got messed up a little bit in there, yeah. but you were fine. Yeah, I was great. I was perfect. <laughs> right, this, this other rapper, not me, says he's made millions ghostwriting country music, but doesn't take the songwriting credit. I'll explain why on your next e-buzz on the Burt Show. The Burt Show.